0: Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast.
1: Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. What your thoughts are on
2: the vaccine? I gotta be honest. I'm young, so in the end I probably wouldn't need it if I actually got COVID, but there's no reason not to get it because it further protects me and the people around me. And if the government is gonna be really pushing vaccines and if we end up with a vaccine passport like people are expecting, then there's, it's gonna be better in the end for me just to have it mm-hmm. because it just makes my life and everyone's life around I, me.
3: Easier. I agree with Chase. Like, it's about being a, per- a good member of society, having the vaccine, it lets you eat at restaurants, it let's you go to the airport, let's you go to country, so let's you do so many things. Well, yeah, yeah being we're in, in person, we're in, screaming, let's go Brandon on the street corner. We're in very different states. You got to understand that. Your state Oh, yeah, in my state, you need a
2: backseat
1: things. to eat in a restaurant. Yeah, my state, you don't. And
2: yeah, Michi- Michigan has been like at the forefront of COVID,
1: good COVID
2: is bad it
3: me- Is that Mexican, hey, is Michigan very mixed on like Political views like aren't like some areas very Republican, some areas very liberal, and like they clash a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's very split. Um, yeah, very very
3: split. I think it's it was very split. unique of the state.
2: Yeah, it was very close in the previous election between Republican Either and Democrat.
1: Okay, but I talked to my doctor about it, and he was saying like, if you work in a nursing home and you're going to be around people where you know that are high risk that maybe you should consider
3: getting it. But I don't see people who are at high risk ever. I live on yeah. a college campus well, with 20-year-olds. Jacob, Jacob, I got it to protect my family. Like no, I get my that. grandparents said to me, like my yeah. grandma's in the kitchen right behind me right now. No, I get that. And, and then I'm in cars with my friends and their parents like every day. Yeah. I feel and that. then I'm on the youth commission. I just saw 2,000 people on Saturday evening for a Halloween yeah. events
2: yeah no, I, I'm the same way. Uh, both both of grandparents for me on both sides of the family are like high risk. Mm. Like they both my grandma on the galette side has like lung issues already and has a sleeping has like one of those sleep apnea machines. So if she got it, it would probably wouldn't go well for her. I did it partially because I want to protect my family as well. I don't want to have them at risk.
1: This is a genuine question. like if they're vaccinated in theory, shouldn't it not really matter if you are?
2: The issue um, is yeah, I still see breakthrough cases every once in a while. Yeah. Like I have a friend of mine, his name is Brendan. He was vaccinated and he had a breakthrough case that like he was 16 and it put him in bed for a week straight, which surprised right. me. Chase,
3: look, I got the common cold like two weeks ago. And look, it knocked me out of two custom tree races. Two. Yeah. And that's just a common cold. Imagine what COVID could do.
2: I don't think necessarily that COVID would do anything to me, but I think it provides double layer of protection. Like if I'm vaccinated, it have a less chance, lesser chance of getting COVID because it's harder to have a breakthrough case than it is to have a normal case. Mm-hmm. So if I'm protected against a breakthrough case and they're protected against a breakthrough case, then we got a double layer of protection there and it just makes them that much safer. Also, like,
3: also at my school, if you have to vaccine, you don't get quarantine if you're exposed to COVID. That's yeah. the other one. That and is safety. the other one. At so my many school this year.
2: At my school, if you if you don't if you're not vaccinated and you get and you get contact traced, you're gone. But me, I've been contact traced like two or three times, and I don't have to quarantine because
3: right. I was contact traced on the second day at school. I get that. Yeah. Life
2: it makes life much easier, at least in Michigan.
1: It does. I just don't want to be like in California. I don't want to just follow whatever the higher authorities
0: mandate. I, I get you know, that. I'm, not a, I'm
1: like a big freedom guy, like. I don't that's my issue with it if some people wanted to get it and others didn't let's just let it be like that but the second yeah, I, kind of okay, Jacob, it I respect of... your views completely
2: yeah no i get it and i don't necessarily agree with them making vaccine passports a thing where
1: like you have
2: to be vaccinated to do certain stuff and not having a vaccine makes your life exponentially harder but to me that's just a reality of where i live and me as an individual i can't really do much to
3: change Chase, no, can i point something out in Texas, they banned schools from requiring COVID vaccines, but they already required chickenpox, the measles vaccine, and so many other vaccines. Yeah, but those Why? are very different vaccines that have been they're around. They're a vaccine. For... They're a federal mandate. They're a state mandate. Why? But they've it's been Texas... around
1: for fifty years,
3: and they're completely yes, different. Yes, I understand that. But their argument is, this is federal controlling over lives. Like, what's your Jacob? I hope that's not your argument. I hope your argument is like, oh, I don't believe in it
1: yet. Right. My argument is multi-facet. One. Um, one. Okay. My personal decision. It comes down to risk. If you look at the risk of both sides,
2: I got to run and grab dinner real quick. I'll be back. Go, ahead,
1: go ahead. If you look at the risk of let's say I don't get the vaccine and I get COVID what's the worst that happens to me? Well, it happened. I can tell you I got sick. It sucked. Terrible two weeks. Here talking to you right now. That was one, what could happen on one end. You got on the lucky. other end. I mean, is that's like what happens to ninety eight, ninety nine percent of people. It's not really lucky. That like, that's the majority. Oh, true, true. It really, it's the people who get unlucky who are the ones who have it bad, and it sucks to be in that right. minority. But it is a minority.
3: I, I'll give you credit. We don't know the long term effects of either thing, of the vaccine or of the disease. We don't know the long term effects yet of right. either.
1: Well, I don't. I personally don't think that COVID itself is going to have any long-term effects. Like some people don't get their smell and taste back. I did. That's like really the long-term effect that you see in my opinion. But no, that's what I'm worried about is the long-term effects of, you know, let's say the worst case scenario in five years, all of a sudden, all the people who uh, got the vaccine can't have kids. Not saying that's going to happen. It could, could probably won't, but it could. Like that is a much higher risk in my opinion than me getting sick for two weeks. So that was like the risk thing, as far as the mandate goes, like I said, I don't like the government, or as far as the, like a vaccine's a vaccine, but this is, one, it was like emergency approved, I don't know if that was the first time that ever happened, but it was like the fastest vaccine to ever get approved, it was also completely new technology that had never been used before, as far as an mRNA vaccine, and so it's just a little sketchy to me, it's not the same as every other vaccine yet once this has been around for 50 years and we've seen the long-term effects, yeah, sure, let's mandate it in schools. So would
3: you get in like five years if you see, oh, it's safe now, it's so much better because COVID probably gonna be like the flu. What, what is the, what's,
1: like, why would I get it at that point though? Like, what's the issue that it's- well, Do you get right the flu now?
3: vaccine? Uh, Some years. I'm not so anti-vax you- by any means. Okay, so would you consider getting COVID the flu? COVID vaccine the future? The, like thing about the, vaccine?
1: the thing about the flu is you
3: get it like every year. I don't really see myself getting the getting COVID every year. Yeah, no, you if can. COVID is mutating, and they don't know how long like you get how many times you could get sick with COVID because COVID is a virus, and it's very really similar to the cold, where there you don't get the same cold every time. You all yeah. you never get the same cold twice.
1: Right, but also the current vaccine
3: doesn't even work that well against new variants
1: of COVID. No, so. it does.
3: The, the new variants are protected Under Pfizer. Johnson Johnson is a different story. Yeah, yeah, I know like each one's a little different. Yeah. Um I don't
1: know. Those are my thoughts. Terry, well, anything I sure? respect your views a I, I do too. I respect yours. And yeah, I know I like, just, what you're saying about your family. Like, I get that. I'm just not in that mm-hmm. in that situation.
3: Yeah, plus also, you know, I live in California, so it's either do it or move out. Yeah, that in New York are kind of like that's the situation.
0: So Yeah,
3: Texas Ter- is like get it
0: and you're dead. Basically, yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, my parents started to give me a few of the basic Mex or vaccines when I was like a infant toddler. I don't remember what the exact age range was, and started giving me like really bad ear infections and i was having pretty adverse reactions to it so they pressed pause on it and then just around get got around to doing the rest of them so i'm like i'm like partially vaccinated for some of the stuff most people are and then we just it's not that they're anti-vax as far as i'm aware um they just didn't really see the the need to and also because we're homeschooled we never needed to do like a flu vaccine and then kind of like the same thing with jacob was saying for the covid one like i just i just never raised with vaccines uh, like as a regular thing and i was like I I'm healthy enough to where, you know, I'm working out fairly consistently. My well, my sleep schedule was pretty good. It's fixed mm-hmm. now. I was like mm-hmm. overall a decently healthy lifestyle. If I got it, worst thing would happen is I'd quarantine for two weeks, get over, drink a lot of water, and I'd be I'd be fine. So, yeah. I don't know. It's fair. I
3: difficult. did not always get the flu shot, but the thing about COVID's like, of course, family. It's like also society. You have to think about society sometimes.
0: Yeah. I guess the difference for me is if a, if a guy is holding a gun to my head and saying take this for everyone else's health, I'm like, eh. The yeah. <laughs> uh, versus, like, why doesn't everyone else just, like, you know, quit junk food and get good sleep and drink a lot of water? I mean, their health would be a lot better than than just stabbing themselves with needles all the time. So, I don't know.
1: Well, and also, um, uh, in theory, if this works, it really shouldn't be up to society to protect everyone because each individual can make that decision to protect themselves.
3: Well, what we need is herd immunity. We need 75%.
2: Let me just toss in my opinion. I think it just comes back to the exact same debate we've been having for like the last 100 years of individuality versus the country as a whole. Because in, after taking APUS history, like, Early 1900s, uh, country as a whole. 1920s, individuality. 1930s through like 45s, country as a whole. 1950s Wait, then they in the through then 70s, pandemic? Like, like 50s through 80s, it was like individuality. And the last like 20-ish years, we've seen a, a healthy mix between country as a whole and individuality. Like, Wait, It just goes back trees. to that exact same debate.
3: Yeah, what's up? It sounds. Psycho. It sounds like individuality happens during big health events, like the '20s. And wasn't there like some big during like the '80s or something, like AIDS or something?
1: Well, there was big like, war. Every time he's talking about like the country as a whole, there is big wars. There's a big war or a
2: massive economic issue.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and then but then the moments where you say individuality, like the 1920s, all I can think of are big health events, like right now. That was, was more so like 1910s. Like the Spanish well, flu, but back Spanish then we didn't even have vaccine technology. Spanish right. flu was 1918,
2: directly after World War One. like literally World War One ended and Spanish flu hit the whole world, mm-hmm. which is part of what in World War One and the Spanish flu ignited the roaring 20s, which was the U.S. was basically like, hands off. And they just did hands off everything, like hands off. Foreign relations, economics, everything, which obviously went fantastically because the Great Depression
1: happened eight years later. Well, but it was going fantastically for nine years. I was like, I did a whole project on Calvin Coolidge, who I didn't even know was a president. Like, but he was the president during nineteen twenties, and it was like the best economic years ever in terms of like the government too. Like, it was one of the only years that the government ran in a surplus rather than a deficit, and so yeah. it, it was working. But then obviously. It's not. The, major it's like issue,
2: yeah, the, the major issue that the U.S. had was that they completely ignored foreign relations like as a whole. So the entire world economy was just absolutely crippled, but the U.S. took off. And so we didn't do anything to help anyone else. So then because the world economy was so badly crippled and ours was just going up and up and up, eventually supply that we were creating, everything we were creating became too much for just the U.S., so when we went to go sell it to foreign markets, there was no foreign market to sell it to because the world was still just decimated and they'd had a hard time recovering because Europe was dead and half the population, like the European population was dead and their economy never really rebuilt because there was no money going into it or coming out of it. And because the world economy was non-existent, there was no nowhere for us to sell our goods to, which led to just surplus like crazy economic collapse because there was no one to buy all the goods that were being produced.
0: Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review and share this with someone who needs it.